you're listening to The Parent Classroom, a space for quick conversations on how to nurture your child's education. I'm your host, Komal Shah, a former teacher turned consultant who fundamentally believes that every parent has the power to raise their child consciously within the K-12 schooling system. I cannot wait to bring you on this journey. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Today, I am speaking to the cost of K-12 through schooling. And I just feel with the summer upon us and so many kiddos finally out of school, I thought it was only fair to be conscious and take a step back and kind of look at the K-12 through schooling system as a whole and the repercussions of the school year, you know, as you may be now enjoying time with the kids and vacationing and all the things. And so I just wanted to bring a podcast of reflection and pause. So to start off this episode, I want to ask you something. And, you know, just think about if you've ever asked any of these questions to yourself. What is the purpose of my life? What is the meaning of what I do? Am I happy? And if not, how can I be truly happy? So I'm not sure what your response was, but I know for me, I've asked these questions to myself multiple times in in the 32 years of living that I have. Um And to be honest, recently I've been asking myself these questions once again because, you know, what I've realized is that life is not linear. It's filled with ebbs and flows. And though the trajectory, of course, is upward, there's that image of like that upward line, but then you have that kind of squiggly line underneath, right? And as we're trying to grow and evolve, it doesn't make change easier. It doesn't make asking those questions to yourself not happen, you know? And and maybe for you as a parent, you've also asked yourself these same questions, but maybe it's been in the context of your kids and what purpose looks like for them and to find a way that they are going to have meaning and happiness in life. And though I will talk about the kiddos once again, I, I want to still go back to you. And thinking about adulthood, right? The sad reality is, is that in our current world, many of us are lost. And I see this time and time again. We kind of try to keep it together. Life is crazy. There is so much going on. And there's this like feeling that you have to show people that you're okay, that you're just, you're fine. And it's like we're so forced to kind of create that highlight reel for social media, right? To show that, look at me, I'm enjoying time with my kids or going to brunch or going on this beautiful hike with these amazing views. And you're constantly trying to show this cookie cutter image to the world um, of that family, of that financial stability and all the things. But when you look individually, I think... For me and maybe you, 
there's that emptiness and that void, you know? Are you enough? Are you good enough? Are you on the right path? Are you doing enough for your kids? And a lot of times we're all pushing to kind of be on autopilot and living for the weekends, right? And there's this Gallup poll, which I stated in my in my book, Raise Your Hand, that states that 80% of people in our modern society are dissatisfied with their current jobs. So this place you spend 40 weeks of your life, you're probably unhappy in many of the times. And this constant striving and going after things and the hustle and grind, it never stops. It's an endless cycle. So why am I bringing up you and adulthood? It's honestly because that's what this episode is about. It's me looking back and asking myself, like, why are so many adults experiencing this, right? Is it capitalism? Of course, yes. But why is this general general populace always feeling this purposelessness and lack of fulfillment and emptiness and, and not good enough, right? And my theory is, is that this stemmed from the K through 12 schooling system, that this feeling and this void came from a really young age because of the way this system is built. And that's really what I want to talk about today is the cost of the K through 12 schooling system and to see it from your lens as an adult, but to also think about how this may affect your kids or any kids in our world as we consistently perpetuate this old paradigm of what success and learning is. So, you know, I think that with our K through 12 schooling system, it's a time where we're kind of told that, you know, you learn, you listen to the teacher, you get good grades and high test scores, that you'll be happy. You know, you will be on that pathway of success. But when I think about the gains that are message to us in education and the promises that are made, there's this opposite page of the book that no one really talks about. And it's that we continuously strive and achieve and, you know, graduate from these top tier universities, but we get disconnected from ourselves in the process because we start to feel that we must achieve and and gain this recognition in the external world to become somebody, right? So, This makes me wonder again the key question, what is the cost of our schooling system in adulthood and how could this potentially affect your kids one day as well? So I kind of went ahead and broke this down into four parts of what I've witnessed when I was a teacher and also what I've had to unlearn, which I've talked about in previous episodes, right? I've had to unlearn a lot of this in my adulthood of what success is. And your kids may suffer from this one day. And that's the unfortunate truth and form these unhealthy habits and coping mechanisms that could last a lifetime. So here are the forecasts that I have seen. And I'm going to break it down from kind of what is said in school and then how this affects us in life. (laughs) So the first one is striving for perfection. I see this as a cost of our schooling system. And this one honestly hits home for me because I've struggled with it my whole life. So imagine being a child in school and 
there is this idea of what perfect means, right? And for most, it's messaged as getting an A in class and getting a 4.0 or above GPA, right? So we receive so much respect from teachers and parents and and school leaders when we reach this utmost recognition of achievement. And maybe you've even celebrated your kid when you got an A, and maybe you were celebrated, right, growing up when you got that letter grade. So I think as children, it's important to note that when they're hearing these things about what it means to produce something that is basically perfect and with no errors, that they'll be rewarded and accepted by the world. So they start to internalize that they will be validated from being this perfect student, right? This obedient, perfect student. So let's look at adults in life and how that affects us. I I don't know about you, but I call myself a recovering perfectionist. You know, I, I have this inner fear that if the work I present to the world is not perfect, that I have failed in life. And this feeling is so persistent that I've had to really deeply look at where this originated from. And of course, a part of it was growing up in my house and my parents, parents, you know, always strive for the best. And so that was what was modeled for me. But it was also paired with the, the blue ribbon skills I went to in the San Diego suburban community, right? Where striving for a perfect A was received with the utmost respect. You know, I had internalized that being perfect was the way I would be valued in our society. So when we look at the repercussions for our kids, in in this day and age, it's so easy to kind of go into this academic pressure, right? And you hear a lot from the government, this learning loss that has happened post-pandemic where kids are not achieving as high. But with this striving for perfection, there also comes a scarcity mindset, right? Where it's this idea that you're not enough unless you are perfect and you achieve perfection. And so this kind of becomes the worth of a child. And you have to imagine that this starts from kindergarten to not only senior year of high school, but for many into college and beyond and into the workplace, right? So this is just a point of pause, are you someone who has seen this in your own life where if you were an achiever in school, does that kind of come into play now in adulthood? And do you kind of maybe see that in your kid or do you worry that maybe in later years they are going to feel that they have to be perfect and achieve that A in order to be somebody in this world? And there's no wrong or right answer. It's just a question. The next is people-pleasing. And I do also think this is a cost of our K-12 schooling system. You know, in schools, there is an adult-child power dynamic, and we have to address that. For most kiddos, when they're going to school, they're being told what to do most of the time unless they're at recess or lunch, right? Line up in the hallway, take out your backpacks, take out your pencil. This is the lesson we're learning today. So kids are learning from the time they enter the school building, that they must ask for permission, even to go to the bathroom. So 
now think about that, that children are kind of used to and conditioned to be kind of um, seeking adults to give them a yes, you can or no, you can't, right? And they kind of get, their autonomy gets taken away from them. And the consequences is that that people-pleasing and need for external validation goes beyond school at some point, right? Whatever you are doing in school gets reflected on the outside. So let's look into adulthood. I think when kids become adults, they maybe have lost that connection to their gut feeling, their intuition, their inner compass, and get used to pleasing others and also not trusting the decisions that they make for themselves. They may need permission from a spouse or a family member or even their boss. And there's this relentless pursuit to get validation from others and to look outside of yourself in order to continue with whatever decision you want to make. So the question is, do you want that for your kid, right? That people pleasing that comes into play. Now, keep in mind, I do think in this day and generation, I think there are a lot of more kids who are speaking out more and do have a voice. And so I don't want to negate that, but I am just speaking truly in the context of a classroom in a school and whether that autonomy is given where they truly can make their own decision or it's within the sphere of adult approval. The third cost is fear of making mistakes. And uh, this just rips my heart apart because I used to be a math teacher. So I saw this time and time again. And students, you know, as much as we message to kids in school that mistakes are okay, the grade overrides that theory right? Because even if I'm in a math classroom teaching math and I am showing a kid an exam and I'm showing the mistakes they made, I am basically telling them that mistakes are okay, but it is going to affect your grade, right? And you won't get that perfect score that maybe your parents want from you. So there is this constant reality that mistakes are not celebrated in school. I think in younger grades, maybe more, but as you get older into middle and high, it's definitely seen as something that hinders your progress and your success. And, you know, it's either a grade on a report card or it's the language that is spoken of things like, if you don't turn this in, you will fail. Or, you know, the more questions you get wrong, the less likely you will score well on the test. So many children associate mistakes with being bad or not a good student. And so I've had to reflect of how this affects kids in adulthood. And I think the biggest thing is the avoidance of risk, you know, because there is this constant fear of failure that is amongst adults. And I see this often when you think about people who are in jobs they dislike, right? Maybe they have a small business idea or something creative they want to go pursue or fulfill. But many times it's scary because you may feel you're losing security or you feel that if you don't go with the path like everyone else, then who are you, right? And so I feel it's the same as getting answers wrong on a test, to be fair. This this need to kind of stay within the comfortable situations and comfort in general. And I truly believe that our schooling system does not push risk-taking and really pushes 
obedience and staying within the realm of not making mistakes and not kind of learning or enjoying the process, but really about the outcome. And so this is just a food for thought again. You know, have you seen seen this play out in either your life or your kid's life where they are afraid to make mistakes, right? And how does that kind of come up in school? And maybe how does it not? And, And that's just a question to ponder. And the last cost of our K through 12 schooling system is running away from our true potential. You know, I, I truly believe that every child is curious. We are all natural born learners and children want to learn about this world and look at things that are curious and fascinating and interesting, you know, like climbing trees or playing in dirt. And yet our schooling system teaches kids that there is this one linear path and that it itself is the true p- potential of a child. And the other gifts we carry maybe should not be pursued or maybe should be pursued later, not right now. You know, be safe first. And we're kind of told over and over again that these dreams and things that we have if they don't fit within the linear path that maybe you won't fit within the fabric of our society. And I think in adulthood, you know, we know in our guts what aligns to us. I know for me, when I stepped into the classroom as a teacher, like I knew this is what I was meant to do. And so many adults are deeply creative, you know, writers and thought leaders and artists and so much more. And yet the schooling system kind of dims the light of that. You know, it makes students become boxes. And I think a lot of times in adulthood, we're fighting to be seen again and explore what we actually wanted without the fear of rejection. And so I think that sometimes in our schooling system to kind of fit within the crowd, we run away from our potential in the name of pleasing others. So I talked about four costs of the K through 12 schooling system. The first is striving for perfection. The second is people-pleasing. The third is fear of making mistakes. And the fourth is running away from our true potential. And I say all of this because sometimes it's so easy to, when your kids are in the K-12 through schooling system, to kind of want to just go with the grain of it all. And I think it's important to see what the repercussions could be if if we're continuing to kind of follow that path. And so I think it's just so vital for you and any other caretaker that we avoid this cost for future generations, right? To look critically and think about how this obedient way of learning and striving towards this illusion of happiness is, is really not what life is about. And I really do want to make sure that we can show kids a different way of learning. And maintaining the status quo, to me, the cost is way too high. And if we think about our children, you know, do we want them to suffer from striving for perfection, struggle with people pleasing, you know, becoming less risk takers and ultimately having a difficult time to reach their true potential? And so are we willing to do the work? Are you willing to do the work to avoid the repercussions for the future? So if you're now thinking, 
okay, Komal, this is great. You just talked about the cost of our education system. How do I protect my child from this, right? And I think it's safe to say that we're all on this journey together, right? Like I'm on it with you where there are ways that we can consciously support kids to kind of counteract some of this. So the first thing I would say is to just look back on some previous episodes and see which ones resonate with you to kind of support your child in these different aspects. And I know for me, we will continue this conversation. So thanks for being here. And until next time, bye. Thank you. Thank you for showing up as a parent, but not only just for yourself, but for your child as you consciously make shifts for their schooling. To connect with me, follow at The Parent Classroom on Instagram and join my email newsletter to stay tuned for more resources for you and your child. If you are interested in consciousness and education, you can find my book, Raise Your Hand, A Call for Consciousness and Education, now on Amazon. Till next time, bye.